0: Produced by women about women, Powerful Women Let's Talk is a series of interviews with women who are trailblazers and have helped shape our world, transforming who we are and how we live. She's president of Ms. Wheelchair America. Plus, she coordinates Ms. Wheelchair in her home state of Michigan. Of course, she's worn the crown herself, so let's hear her story. Welcome, Shelly Luce, to this edition of Powerful Women Let's Talk. It's good to be a Shelly, I It is, Shellies are good. <laughs> yes, good to, that you are here to share your powerful story, and of course, uh, I have to ask, if you still have that crown from, what,
1: 2007? Yes, I was Ms. Wheelchair Michigan in 2007, and- Yes, I still have the crown. I I put it on, you know, just to make myself feel special.
0: Yes, hopefully that's on a a daily basis. But you are special, the things that you do for our community. But I need to take, uh, you need you to take us back, uh, well, to your beginnings, maybe even
1: pre-wheelchair. Wow, boy, that was a long time ago. I have been using a chair for 35 years. I had just finished college. I went to Aquinas, graduated with my degree in music education. I was almost done with my first year of college, or first year of teaching, and I swerved to miss a deer, lost control of the car, and broke my neck.
0: And 35 years later, yep. have you? Um, would you go back?
1: Would I change it? Yes. No. No. I've heard that. Uh, Why do you say that? Well, because when you're faced with that type of adversity, you realize how strong you are. And you wouldn't have, I wouldn't be who I am had I not lived through the experiences that I have. And I wouldn't have a story to share that would impact others either. Hmm. Let's talk
0: about how you are special to us. You are involved in Ms. Wheelchair Michigan,
1: Ms. Wheelchair America. What's this all about? Miss Wheelchair America is really an organization that is about empowering women. Now, you know, we don't say it's a pageant. We say it's a competition because the women are not judged on their outward appearance. Even though we're all beautiful, they are judged on their advocacy skills, on their their ability to talk to others about disabilities, and how to make the world a better
0: place. And to this date, has it been successful? Has there been a new woman uh, crowned that goes and shares her platform and represents women in
1: chairs? Oh, yes. 50 years. We are finishing our 50th year of advocacy, Hmm. and we have crowned a new title every year except pandemic, we had to skip a year, so one of our national title holders was title holder for two years. Nice,
0: bring me back again to your title of Ms. Wheelchair Michigan, what was your advocacy campaign?
1: My campaign was to reach children and get them to understand that disabilities aren't something to be afraid of, the things that we do are things they do, we just may do them differently, Um, and to make sure that they understood that we're just people too. So I went around to 30 different elementary schools and would talk to them about my disability, ask them what they think I could do, and we'd play a thumbs up, thumbs down, like, you know, do you think I can drive? And it's like, oh no, you know, and it's like, nope, thumbs up, I can drive. So, you know, it was just fun to do those types of things. To interact with them, to show them that I could do things they didn't think I could.
0: Yeah. Educate us to the American Disabilities Act and any other um, facts and
1: figures we should know. Wow. The Americans with Disability Act actually was signed into law in 1990, and I was already a chair user. So I can remember hearing or seeing on the news that. The Americans with Disabilities Act had been um, signed. And I was like, oh, you know, kind of what is this? And never realized the impact that it would truly have on my life at first.
0: Hmm. What still needs to be done?
1: Oh, a lot. Half an hour, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah, got another half. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that I see is that these laws are in place, but many of them are not enforced. People don't know how to get them enforced. They don't know what their rights are. And But I like to say, you know, don't make the changes because it's the law. Make the changes because it's the right thing to do. Making the world accessible for all makes it accessible for all.
0: Move into perhaps myths you'd like to dispel when it comes to using a chair and uh, and those who don't use a chair. What, what makes you boil?
1: Okay, dispelling some of the myths. You know, there is life after a wheelchair. It can be a amazing life. It can be a very successful life. You can, you know, you're still gonna have goals. You're still gonna have dreams. You just need to pursue continue to pursue them it may take a different avenue but you know if it's something you truly feel you want to do there are ways to do it do you want us to hold the door for you okay I'm I might not fit in with everyone else but you know yeah you can hold the door for me because doors are probably one of the hardest things for me to deal with um And I always make sure I say thank you, and, you know, I'm on occasion will say, would you please open the door for me? Um, I can open the door myself, but it's just nice to have that little bit of assistance when it saves me time and energy that I can use on something else. And I
0: trust you want us to talk to you and not
1: your caregiver about you. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's quite interesting. My husband and I are both in wheelchairs, so when we go out to a restaurant, the, quite often it's, who do we look at? Who do we talk to? Um, you know, they're kind of unsure, and at that point, I'm just always say, you know, we would like, or I would like, you know, so just, you know, put them at ease right away and know that I'll talk for myself.
0: Let's spend some time
1: talking about that husband. Tell me about your wedding day. Wow. Uh, (laughs) There were 10 million people that attended our wedding. We were married in 19... Wait, you said 10 million. 10 million, yeah. I'll let you talk. It, it It was a big wedding. In 1993, in February, my husband and I were married on Live with Regis and Kathy Lee. And Regis was the best man. Kathy Lee was the matron of honor. It is hard to believe that It's almost 30 years since that happened. It was incredible. Again, it's just one of those experiences that I wouldn't have experienced had I not been in my chair if I hadn't had my disability. And you both met at a rehabilitation center. Yes, we both met at Mary Freebad Rehabilitation Center in Grand Rapids. It just so happened we were both inpatients at the same time, He was injured two years after mine. I was back to work on some new skills. And because his injury is the same as my injury, they had us working together so that I could, you know, as an expert, teach him what things worked for me and how I did things. Little did I know, you know, two years later, he would be teaching me A whole lot more than I ever taught him. I bet they were just matchmaking in in the end. And I understand there's a a child
0: uh, to dispel some myths. Yes, Yes.
1: definitely to dispel the myth. Um, My husband and I were able to conceive. We conceived through University of Michigan's Spinal Cord Fertility Clinic. And it was 33 round trips. We were determined. And finally we conceived I was able to carry her almost to term. She was six weeks early, and yet everyone, that's another myth, is, oh, she must have been a C-section. And no, she was a natural birth. You remind her of that every day. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, labor with her was only 45 minutes. So I say if everyone's labor was like hers, there'd be a whole lot more children in the world. Hmm.
0: What do you say to a young woman who has just had an accident and uh, is looking at a, using a wheelchair, Jill? There is life.
1: There will be struggles, but there is life. And then I would talk to them about what I've overcome and how I've handled some of the challenges, or point out other women and other people that have handled these situations. You know, if you want to go skydiving, you can still go skydiving. You have. Yeah, I have, yeah. You know, if you want to water ski, you can. There's adaptive equipment to make that happen. Snow skiing is another big one. Golf, you you name it, and we can adapt a sport. What's still on your bucket list? Oh, I'm pretty old, so I'm not as brave as I used to be. Oh, boy, bucket list.
0: I don't know, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. You, know, you have to get back to us.
1: Okay, on, I can do that. On, on that
0: and uh, I guess in conclusion, um, what what is the future of those uh, with disabilities, with, with uh, hopefully laws, with the society becoming aware that uh, we're all equal? I think
1: now is a perfect time for acceptance. And everyone is, you know, we're all learning and changing about accepting people even though They are different, you know, and respect their differences. So I really think that, or I hope, that things for people with disabilities will start to get better and we will just be part of the fabric. We won't stand out. People won't notice us and, you know, think that we're weird or, you know, be afraid to talk to us because we have a disability. I think that's kind of one of the other myths is that If you have a physical disability, you also have a mental disability. And that's not necessarily true. Sometimes it is, but even those people with their cognitive impairments have something to offer. 10 million at your wedding. If each would have given you a dollar for like a wedding gift. Wow, that would have been amazing. I would have been set. That
0: chair could could probably fly.
1: Yes, I think so. You're powerful.
0: Shelley Luce, thank you for this edition of Powerful Woman Let's Talk and sharing your story with us. Thank you a lot, Shelley. Produced by women, about women. These powerful podcasts focus on powerful women and how their strength transforms who we are and how we live. Want to hear more Powerful Women Let's Talk? Get additional interviews at wgvu.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and subscribe. Powerful Women Let's Talk is produced by WGVU at the Meyer Public Broadcast Center at Grand Valley State University. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of WGVU, its underwriters, or Grand Valley State University.